Dude, even just with a Google search right here. 2021 NWSL timeline. Five male coaches ousted due to misconduct, abuse five allegations. out of five. how many teams? I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know. How many teams in the NWSL? Um, 12. That's 50% of the league, Evan. Yeah, it's not good. I mean... It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. That's really the only word that I can, I can use for it. Yeah. Man, I'm just thinking about these women, right? Like, yeah. they've worked their whole lives to mm. get to this level. They get there, and they're just completely disrespected and, and not treated in a professional manner mm. at all. It's disappointing for them oh, more yeah. than anything, but it seems to be a systemic issue within the NWSL because clearly there are some okay. really, really deep-rooted issues mm. going on with that league. mic is hot. The mic is hot, all right? I said what I said. But you can't say the B word. What, bad coach? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be a topic, to be fair. <laughs> Just talk about, like, upholding a standard. We could. You Just, do that? Yeah, we can, yeah. That could just be this episode right now. Yeah, could do that. Just talk about like setting a good example for the kids. Now it's more than coaching. Guys, this is episode 37 of the Footy Pod. We got some new lighting, so if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hopefully you appreciate a little bit of a easier on the eye visual here. And um, we got a table too. Yeah, man, making big, big moves, Just big need steps for that wall. Yeah. Got any ideas? Not, not, not I right now. Something, maybe like a cool shirt or something. Maybe a. I don't know. You can kind of see some people in like. I don't know how hard that would be. Could like as we're talking, like throw like a visual up of something behind it that has to go with what we're talking about. You know, maybe something like that. Or that's gonna take some video editing skills that is currently. <laughs> Out of my skill set. <laughs> Not in the toolbox. <laughs> Not in the toolbox yet. I can learn, yeah. but uh, it might take me well, a little while. Well, if any of you got ideas watching what we could put back there. Let us know. Let us know. Let us yeah. know. Yeah. We got Mila on the footy pod today. Mm-hmm. We got myself, and we got Evan. He's back for more. I'm back, man. I'm back. He's got the khakis on. He's got the I do, half-collar yeah. polo on. Yeah, you're going to catch me coming straight from the office on these days. So I'm going to be business professional. He's going to make me have to improve my attire. <laughs> But uh, today, we're going to be talking about an interesting subject yeah. that I feel like continues to come to light. Yeah. And it's just simply very poor behavior and standards from coaches at a high level, which just mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. There's a report that just came out of a coach in the college game. Yeah. As well as, and these are two completely different situations here, but uh, several coaches that are coaching in the NWSL Mm -hmm. that are being accused uh, of sexual harassment allegations. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to get into too much detail about what those allegations are because they have gone into a lot of detail. And you'll be able to tell from what we're talking about you can do your own research on your own but obviously we don't want to give any any platform to the specific names of these people you can go do that on your own well we can tell them where they're from yeah 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 i guess the most recent one that came out in the nwsl is a coach from racing louisville who was fired from his post in 
2021, uh, which is interesting because we had guests on our show. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what episode it was. Yeah. But uh, Charmaine Morgan, mm-hmm. who was drafted to racing Louisville, yeah. and we actually did a podcast with her and sat down right here, mm-hmm. right before she was about to leave for training camp. Yeah. After she was drafted. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually spoken to her directly about this situation, and, I, and I'm looking forward to getting her insight on it. Yeah. But he was the coach at the time of this training camp. Now, things didn't work out with her there, and that's something that we need to talk about with her. I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but uh, we're seeing some things come out that are just like completely unacceptable oh, it's just at any level any level but especially at that level oh yeah yeah and it just makes absolutely no sense to me how some of these coaches think that they are going to get away with this kind of behavior yeah i don't know if it's maybe they have a underlying problem that they haven't figured out themselves and they just don't see an issue with it or if they know they're going to get caught eventually so they don't really care but uh, it's just i can't even imagine like doing anything remotely in the same ballpark as that. I can't even show up late to a training session, let alone do some of this stuff, man. I mean... It's disgusting. It's, it's, it is disgusting. Yeah. That's really the only word that I can, I can use for it. Yeah. But just to... just, Man, I'm just thinking about these women, right? Like, yeah. they've worked their whole lives to mm-hmm. get to this level. Yeah. And they get there, and they're just completely disrespected and, and not treated in a professional manner mm-hmm. at all. Yeah is it's you know disappointing for them oh, more yeah. than anything but it seems to be a systemic issue within the NWSL this coach is not the only one that has been accused of it mm-hmm. it's just the one that's come out most recently in, yeah because there the was one detail. what a couple couple years ago or last year there was another one that I cannot confirm or deny I swear I forgot which team it was for but I don't know if it was the way the coach was talking to the players or I, that one wasn't, like, any misconduct sexual or anything like that. That was more of, like, I think he was just, like, just saying some real bad stuff to these players. Stuff that, like, you shouldn't really be saying to people in general. No, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. And, um, you know, these coaches, like, there's no way they're getting another job in soccer at any level ever again. No, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to escape. I don't know. I know that in the since in the situations we're talking about, they're both from other countries. So, I mean, I'm sure they can probably just go back to that country and like lay low somewhere and coach at a level. But it's also just weird. It's like their names are all over the internet. Yeah, yeah, it's, all over the it's internet. Just, if 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 and a, a potential employer, yeah, you know, a club director, a president does a simple Google search. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not even a full background check, but just a simple Google search, yeah. like they'll see that this person has had not just one but multiple cases yeah. of of you know sexual harassment they're calling you know some of these cases even like sexual coercion you know just based on the details that have come out in some of these reports like it's it's shocking stuff really yeah, like for shocking sure. stuff yeah it just makes no sense to me again how they think that no one's going to find out no one's gonna yeah. find out, and even if no one would find out, how they think that that's like okay, how they think that they're actually doing their job well, mm-hmm. doing those things because you're obviously creating a culture of 
just like distrust and fear, mm. you know, within your group. And there's no way you can get the most out of your players out of your team if players within your group are have that type of fear. Yeah. And it probably they probably just don't even really care about building the culture or anything like that if they're willing to like risk it by doing that, you know? In a sense, like, because, I mean, I assume that a lot of situations, not even just in sports, but whenever, like, people at a higher uh, level or a higher stature at a company or whether it's just they're viewed as, like, a higher role or something like that, they tend to think that they just have control over other people, you know? And so maybe they – I don't know if that's one reason why they think they can get away with it or one reason why maybe they even strive to get to that point. It just seems so, like, weird to me. Like, you obviously have to have something wrong with you, but just to – like, like even, like, with this guy, like, he's got to a high level of coaching. So it's like you're clearly good at what you do to yeah, an extent. And, 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 it's, and like, it's strange to me because this guy is 37 years old. He's from Northern Ireland. You know, just on Wiki, Wikipedia we see that he's managed – this was actually – okay, so – he was an assistant at Georgian Court University. Mm-hmm. Then he was an assistant with Sky Blue FC for the reserves. Mm. Then he was an assistant for the first team, which Sky Blue FC is now called New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, which is sick. a dope name, by the way. Sick name, man. Their jerseys are nice, too, man. Cool logo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And then he actually took over the post for Sky Blue FC, the first team. So he was the manager there for a year. But then there's a gap in his resume Mm -hmm. where from 2018, 19, 20, nothing, nothing there. And then he just gets the job at Racing Louisville, which was an expansion team at that time. So Mm -hmm. he was the first manager in their club history, which, wow, like that's not a good look for the club. Dude, even just with a Google search right here. 2021 NWSL timeline, five male coaches ousted due to misconduct, abuse allegations. out of five. how many teams? I'm not going to lie to you, I don't know. That's something we obviously... How many teams in the NWSL? Okay, so we have one case of racial profiling. <laughs> um, Twelve. That's 50% of the league, Evan. Yeah, it's not good. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it was, there was a Houston Dash incident. There was an OL Rain incident there was a gotham fc one where they terminated a general manager there's a washington spirit one where i guess he came out and said he was stepping down for something but then something else came out i mean if we even just go back and think about the podcast we had with charmay and with peyton peyton perea who Mm -hmm. now plays for uh um glasgow city Mm -hmm. fc yeah. In Scotland. She's a dope YouTube page as well that she's doing like she videos does, and content. She does. She yeah. does. I watched some of her, vi- mm. her videos. Yeah. I really like, you know, the the value that she puts out yeah. there. Um, she used to play for North Carolina Courage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had both of them on the show. And, um, you know, they shared a lot of interesting stuff. But you could tell they held back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because they were, even in the positions that they were in, you know, Peyton was on her way out of the league. She yeah. had already signed with Glasgow City. She was not a part of the NWSL anymore. Uh, Charmay was coming into the league yeah. as a player that had just been drafted. But you could tell just in the positions that they were in that they were 
a little bit fearful of yeah. sharing too much, which is totally understandable. And I didn't want to push it too much. No, I no, didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable yeah. or, you know, pressure them into saying something that they shouldn't have said. Mm. Um, because clearly there are some oh, yeah. really, really deep rooted issues mm-hmm. going on with that league. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, it's happening in leagues across the world as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't imagine it's as bad as the NWSL, though. No, no, like, no. Like, I still feel like, you know, I'm sure it happens, but I feel like with those big clubs, Arsenal, Chelsea, mm-hmm. you know, Barcelona, like yeah. clubs like that where the men's side has been established for, you know, however many years. Yeah. Like, it's got a rich history mm-hmm. of soccer they know how to run operations i feel like it's there's no way it could be as bad there as it is here no i don't think it would be just because i mean they're like trying to protect like a whole brand and a whole image and i'm sure like they're and they're they're trying to grow the women's game as well and like i mean you see it growing here in the states like they're putting butts in seat that some of the mls teams can't and stuff like that so that's true but even like kind of like thinking like this like how five of them come out it's going to sound bad. Maybe it's a good not it's obviously it's a good thing that it's happening, but it's it seems like now they're at a place where maybe they're listening to the players when they come and bring stuff out or the second that something does come out, they're actually handling it quicker than they had in the past because they want to make sure that's not something that's going to just keep growing and growing and they care about these women and they want them to be in a good environment type of thing. Cuz I mean even like when we're talking about Peyton and Charmaine here, and they were kind of scared to like, not scared, but like obviously they might have known things that a lot of people don't. They didn't want to bring it up because it could hinder their future chances in the sport. That's a big thing for a lot of people. Why, like, whenever stuff like this does go on with a higher up, you don't, that's why some people are scared to come out and say stuff about it, like, especially in the workplace, because they don't want to risk either a new job they got or with these women, like a sport that they've been playing since they could probably walk, you know? It's like these are some of the girls that maybe, like, we coach right now that could experience something like this. So it's, like, it's disgusting, man. It's horrible. Yeah. It, it really is. And I, I, I truly feel for these these women because, like you said, they, they've been working their whole life mm-hmm. for yeah. this, and they're finally in the position that they want to be in. And, and many of them are, you know, still not at the level where, they're making enough money to just support themselves strictly off of soccer. Yeah, then they gotta and worry so about. They're this. trying to take another step yeah. and, and 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 continue to rise up the ranks, just like mm-hmm. you would in any career field. Yeah. So it's like if they do come out, like maybe they're they're just scared that that's gonna ruin their chances to mm-hmm. continue to progress. Yeah. And that's not something that they should ever have to worry about. No, never. They should they should be able to be strictly focused on their performance Mm -hmm. and going out and like, you know, showing what they can do on the field. Yeah. And then obviously off the field, being able to, you know, focus on the right things to maximize their performance on the the field. And Mm -hmm. if they're constantly having to worry about like that kind of stuff, I mean, there's no way you can be the best that you can be. No, absolutely not. Nah. Cause then you got to start worrying about you're just doing your own thing. And then if this coach, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about another situation where I think that one probably pertains a little bit more to it. But, yeah, it's just like you don't want to be doing anything and then just have the fear of that going on. Like, no one should have the fear of that going on. No. And I don't know why it's 
it seems like it's just these men that just get in these positions like in this league for instance they get in this league position of power maybe they just see it as like oh well like i can get away with it here so maybe that's why i'm here and then it's like maybe the fact that now all this stuff's finally coming out you're actually getting like people in the job who deserve it yeah and that and that's what i was kind of gonna say you know when you brought that up a second ago is like a lot of these a lot of these people who you know are are being exposed for Mm. this another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It's no different than other people in other areas, politicians, you know, like executives in major companies in Hollywood, right? Like major movie producers and, you know, in the music industry Mm -hmm. where, you know, they're using their position of power to get what they want because they're just sick in the head yeah right and and it's like obviously you know those are mostly men that we're talking about yeah and i think that you know getting more women involved in in higher up positions yeah within the women's game can help yeah but then you look at this situation that just came out today or recently about a college coach yeah who is you know, a woman. <laughs> this one is nuts, and man. and and there's just yeah. so many things wrong with her situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one's weird as well because it was like UTBB. I mean, that's like a school that maybe a lot of people won't know about, but us playing at WT, that's someone that we like played like twice a season. Yeah, thumped them as well. So glad we did. Now, especially when this story comes out, never but, competition for us. No, never. But it's just like. And then, like you said, like, that's a bad situation as well. Because it's like, here is a school giving uh, a woman a chance who probably, I mean, based on the stuff that's coming out, she probably had red flags to begin with. But, like, they're giving this this young lady a chance to coach at a decent level to hopefully grow her career. She's not even in the job for a yeah. whole year. It's been, like, six months. Mm-hmm. The fall season has just started yeah. for them. Like, they're not even halfway through it yet. Yeah. And she's already just ruined her, yeah. you know, opportunity mm-hmm. like instantly. Yeah. You know, like that. It's, so that, ju- that just makes me question, like, is that even the solution? Right. Cause then you see like in the NWSL, the new team in California in LA angel city mm-hmm. FC yeah. completely women owned, yeah. you know, completely women operated. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be a good thing for the league. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And hopefully it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I have no idea what's yeah. actually happening behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but it just makes you question it. Like, you know, if a woman in a position of power in mm-hmm. the college game is still taking advantage of, of her role yeah. in a negative way, mm-hmm. well, is that the answer? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the women's coaching still is the answer. I think, I don't know, I think this one's a weird one. Obviously, it's kind of why we geared the podcast around it today. I think this is just kind of like an odd situation that happened. I don't think it really like kind of compares to the other ones. I think kind of what it comes down to, especially in the WSL, is 
I'm sure there are women, plenty of women out there that are fantastic coaches that can lead a team, that can build a culture, that can do all that stuff, that need to be given these these roles, especially in the women's game. You know what I mean? We're starting to see it now, like kind of overseas. Like, sure, there's still like men coaching women like at a high level, but now even like if you and look, there's nothing in, wrong. With no, that, no, there's by there's the way. there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. But I mean. I feel like women should be looked at for those jobs maybe like maybe first initially cuz I mean at the end of the day like if you're if it's a men a men's team you're generally looking at a man to coach that first. Now I know we're a long way weird from that that I even bring it up but it's like if you do have these women playing in this league at the highest level then you should bring in like women obviously maybe not ownership if they if they have the money let them own it obviously but like just cuz a men a man can fund the team you can still put like a woman is like a general manager and you can still put a woman as a head coach. You could put a woman as a trainer. And I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's going to be more beneficial because they're going to be able to, to know exactly what they need more than maybe we would. Yes. Yeah. They can relate to the mm-hmm. players more. They can create a safer environment for yeah. them to be able to go and perform at mm-hmm. their best. Yeah. Right. And and that's what they're there for is to do a job. Yeah. They are professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're not there for other reasons. Just like uh, a man, you know, playing professional sports or or in any other position mm-hmm. for that matter is yeah. there to do a job. Mm-hmm. At least good professionals are. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I think that that's that's really it right there is a lot of these coaches that are being exposed for this maybe don't deserve these jobs in the first place, maybe aren't great coaches in the first place. Yeah. I just, I think that it's like one of those things where maybe it takes something like this or all these news stories to come out for them to actually start looking at hiring women. Cause I mean, yeah. obviously it might, it might take a little while. I mean, you look at other sports, like, I mean, our man, Greg Popovich at the Spurs, he gave Becky Hammond, Becky, whatever her name is. She's yeah. an extremely good coach. And like, she was in there coaching with the men. They have like, women's coaches in the NFL now and those men respect the women just as much as they do the men because obviously they're hired as a position of leadership for you they're hired to help make the team better Mm -hmm. and they respect you and like they'll work hard for you so I mean hopefully this does wake that up and they start looking at more women because there's definitely a bunch there's definitely a lot of talented coaches out there yeah that, that are females that definitely deserve I mean I'll probably go as far to say that it might deserve these looks before the men like and I don't want to bring into like kind of the Rooney rule and like all the stuff in the NFL because they're not really doing a good job with that. But it might be the same thing where even though that rule, I don't think it should be a thing because they should just want to hire these people to begin with. But maybe that is kind of how you start it. You know, yeah, like, I think that just creates a negative connotation behind what the real goal is. You yeah, know what I mean, like yeah. if if you have to make a rule to force people to yeah. even look at these people, mm-hmm. yeah, then they're just doing it out of obligation. You yeah. know, but it's like if you truly want to push, yeah, the the women's game forward, mm-hmm. if you want to build it and grow upon it, yeah, that's what you should be looking at first in mm-hmm. the first place, right? Yeah. Like because they, like we said before can relate to the players a little bit better, Mm -hmm. do understand their situations a little bit better, can create a safer environment and culture Mm -hmm. for them to be able to, you know, uh, perform at their peak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with these men that are getting these, these jobs, it's like maybe they don't deserve these positions in the first place, but, you know, maybe they're not even good coaches at all. Yeah. But they're using their political pull 
mm-hmm. within the game based yeah. on, you know, connections, people mm-hmm. that they know, their network, yeah. to get themselves into mm-hmm. a position of power, to manipulate the game, yeah. to, you know, get what they want out of it, which yeah. is obviously something that's just totally off of what they should be working for. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on top of that, too, they're actually you know, ruining it for other male coaches who, who are actually, actually great coaches who and, are actually great for and enjoyed women's coaching. Teams, yeah. Coaching right? women and, and enjoy yeah. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I could see myself doing that at some yeah. point. Like I've never coached. Uh, well, I have had some experience coaching some women's teams. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had much experience coaching girls at the youth level. Yeah. Yeah. Other just than like training the training individually and stuff. Yeah, in, yeah. in group settings, yeah. of course. So I know how to relate to them. I know mm-hmm. how to connect with them. Um, and I think, honestly, like, you know, the reason I would enjoy coaching a women's team is because they'll do what you tell them to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have to worry about kind of the ego that you see yeah. in a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, male teams. Mm-hmm. Now I enjoy the, the, the men's game a lot more because it's faster, it's more competitive. But that's a yeah. whole different subject. I think that I would be interested in, you know, pursuing opportunities in the women's game yeah. because there is more opportunity in it because mm-hmm. it is new. Yeah. Right. But then you have these coaches that are just like almost making it more difficult for good coaches with good, pure intentions yeah. to get into yeah. those types of Because, I mean, positions. it only takes it only takes like one bad male coach for a girl. I mean, it like because you obviously know, like it takes it only takes one coach to ruin the game for you. Yeah, and so then maybe this one uh, girl or this whole girls team is just kind of ruined by this male coach, and now they're never going to be able to trust to, another, to trust male, another coach male coach. Again. Yeah, something like yeah. that, and then it's not really it's not really going to help not help them, but it's like you're just kind of ruining that chance because at the end of the day, like a male might be coming in there because they they do respect the women's game like we do. They do respect how much they like the work ethic they listen i think more sometimes i think they think they're smarter at times as well and it's like they you might be like scaring them from ever going to another team that has a male coach when maybe that's a good environment for them to be in but now they go in or they don't go in and they're guarded and they're just like really kind of worried about what could go wrong as opposed to not like what like the upside to it could be but i mean i think just the fact that like you're not alone. You look in the in the NWSL, and they're obviously like raising the pay for it, and their uh, teams are getting more uh, like fans and seats and stuff. Girls are seeing it actually as like a like a way where they can kind of grow, like past college, they'll play more and stuff like that. And maybe that's what it takes. And then you look overseas, where now like they're selling out these big stadiums for women's game. And so like you look at those players, a lot of coaches are players that played at a high level, and so now you probably have all these women who are actually able to make a good living off of it and they see the game growing and now they in turn might want to go and become like coaches as well, you know? And so I think just, I think honestly, just as like the girls game grows, I think in turn you'll have more coaches coming out of it as well. I think it's just going to take time where, you know, everything will kind of balance itself out. It's just truly, truly unfortunate that, you know, we, we have to go through, trial and error with some really really bad coaches that should have oh, never yeah. been in this position yeah. in the first place mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's one of those weird things. Like, it's, it's, you see it in everything, like, with, at, like, schools with teachers, you see it in, like, high, uh, like Fortune 500 companies, you see it, like you said, in the industries, like music, film, kind of stuff like that. I think the biggest thing now is that's that seems good is that people are actually able to come out and talk about it, kind of in the culture that we're in now. You know, yeah, and it takes conversations like this. Yeah. like I don't, I haven't seen many discussions had over this. You no. know, on sports news outlets yeah. or other podcasts and mm-hmm. things like that. So hopefully, just us having this conversation will kind yeah. of, you know, spark mm-hmm. that conversation to be had yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, and it does suck that like it takes like situations like this for us to for even us have to it. even talk about it. Right. Yeah, because obviously you know it goes on and stuff. It's just we weren't even ha- planning to have this nah, discussion at nah, all. Nah. We were about to do a World Cup preview yeah, pod- yeah, yeah. podcast, which yeah. is going to be the next one, right? Mm-hmm. You'll see us wearing the exact same outfits, but yeah. this just kind of came off the cuff. Yeah, and we just went on a rant about it. Yeah, I would just, yeah, I would just say like just for any women's players, especially like the young girls out there. Like, I know you see stuff like this come out, and especially in WSL, this might look like a normal thing, but like don't let that deter you from playing the sport because there's a plenty, there's more good coaches out there than bad coaches, and not even good in a sense of like just like their ability to coach the game. But just people that do care about you and people that will like help you. A lot of times that's part of it yeah, too. Yeah. People it's that like, will like care about you and they'll actually help you fall in love with the game and like teach you life lessons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like don't don't let situations like this kind of deter you. And then the other thing as well is like if you situations like this do happen to you, don't be afraid to speak up. Gotta speak up. Yeah, don't Gotta be afraid to speak something. up at all. I yeah. think at this point, like the floodgates have been open yeah. where you know it you're you're not gonna see situations like this occur mm-hmm. without it coming to light anymore yeah and so it'll it'll just be like nipped in the bud immediately yeah it'll, hopefully it'll hopefully. be nipped in the bud immediately or it's just maybe some of these coaches out there that do think they can get away with it realize oh hey i can't so hopefully that deters them from even going in that situation i mean honestly hopefully yeah like coaches in that position are not even thinking about that anymore. yeah exactly i know there's gonna At be all. obviously some out there that probably still would because i mean we live in a in a messed up world but a lot I get of messed up people out there. i get what you're saying yeah it's just so so weird and so unfortunate like especially even like this college one it's like like if you obviously you can look up all the stuff that happened with that but then even like when they were talking about her like at her previous school and, like, those players who, like, basically said that they went to the, like, athletic director and the people like that, and they were mentioning stuff about how the coach was even, like, just talking to him. Like, those might not, those weren't even anything, like, really, obviously, like, sexual or anything like that, but it was just them, the way they were treating these girls, the way they were making them feel, like, the anxiety they were bringing them, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, once you hit college, once you hit professional, there's already a good amount of, like stake that comes with the game that's already going to be weighing on you heavy like I have to perform I have to do this and now if you just have a, a messed up coaching year like weighing you before and after practice and saying all this stuff and cracking jokes about you in front of other players and stuff that's a player who chose to go to this school they wanted to go get their education they wanted to maybe they didn't have their sights set on becoming a pro but hey they went there because they love the sport and then you're just going out there and just taking it from them and you're just being a bully and ah, it's weird man like yeah and i think that 
you know, another part of it that is just not okay is the fact that sometimes these players are coming forward and saying things yeah, and they're not to listening the to people them. in yeah. power mm-hmm. that can do something about it. Yeah. And they're just being ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess all we have to say to you is if you find yourself in a situation like that, say something. Yeah. Say something. Yeah. Do something about it. Talk to your parents. Talk to your friends. Talk to – still talk to – you'll find someone out there who, who will listen. You'll find someone out there who will – help you out who will figure out how to do the right thing you know just don't let it it's like how we talk about anything even like when we're talking about overcoming injuries and stuff don't just like bottle it up that ain't definitely gonna help and stand your ground too don't don't let don't let yourself just be manipulated in Mm -hmm. in situations like that just because you feel that you have to to be able to retain the opportunity that you're in and the the position that you're Mm -hmm. in right um you know this this has to stop, and and uh, hopefully this is you know kind of an eye-opening experience for a lot mm-hmm. of people to yeah. where it can come to an end. Yeah, because it's not something that we should be talking about. Nah, nah. And give that role to another woman at UTBB as well. I'm sure there's so many out there that even are probably that same age as her that are just more evolved, like emotionally and mentally, that can actually that want that job. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm sure there's like there's plenty of young coaches out there that can do the job too. There's a lot more good women coaches oh, that yeah, are man. like pursuing yeah. coaching education and like mm-hmm. looking to advance their career yeah. and are really serious about it. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely got to get them more involved in the women's yeah. game because I think that that's the first step. You know, what Angel City are doing with their club, like yeah. it seems like a great mm-hmm. thing. Hopefully it is. Like I don't know anything about it, but – I'm sure it'll be a good um, thing. I mean, it seems like they're they're setting it up right. And I mean, especially when you got people like as vocal as them, as successful as them, as powerful as them, like they're not going to let anything fly, man. And that's how it should be with anything. Like, it sucks that even like the stuff was going on at these other clubs. And now that like, I'm sure these obviously like Natalie Portman and all those women that actually wanted to do it were like funding it because they want to see the game grow and stuff like yeah. that. But I'm sure that's in the back of their mind as well. They're like, hey, I'm tired of these men just constantly being the ones that are running the show and doing right. all this, doing all that. Like, nah, like and that's the ownership group. So they're not ne- necessarily like involved in the day to day, but I'm sure they're putting the right people oh, yeah, in place man. to yeah. make sure things like that don't happen. Yeah. So we weren't expecting to go off on that, <laughs> but we did. Yeah, man. I mean, we coach, we have like so many friends of ours that played soccer at a high level that are women. We work with women. We see coaches that are women. We've been beaten by coaches that are women. We've played our boys' teams against girls, seeing that have beaten us. We enjoy training girls. You know, it's something that that all men should feel as strongly about with the men's game as the women's game. And, like, absolutely, definitely need to be having this conversation. So hopefully as time goes and as the women's game continues to advance, you know, it's taken much more seriously and this kind of stuff is eliminated because – it's just totally unacceptable that these things happen at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they continue to happen is even worse. Yeah. So I just pray that changes are actually made. Yeah. And, um, so. you know, some of those deep-rooted issues in the system are are stamped out. Because yeah. we can't have it. Mm-hmm. Can't have it. There's, nope. there's a lot of ballers in the women's game that oh. are coming up oh yeah and man, so it's many. really changing on a technical level yeah so it would be a real shame to you know 
close the door on some players for things that have nothing to do with the game at all. Yeah, exactly. Everyone deserves to love the game. Absolutely. Don't need people taking it from them. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. We should all be able to enjoy it mm-hmm. as we please without having to think about unnecessary things. Yeah. Pay the women more, man. Pay them more. Pay them Get more. Them money. They deserve it, man. Get them paid. They deserve it, man. After those girls at that, probably all the girls at that level and kick my ass on the field, man. <laughs> Any question, dude. Remember first time training Casey, bro. She, whew, Baller. Like, you should have been coaching me. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that was episode 37. Let's do something about this together. Yeah. Let's take a stand. Let's do it, man. Don't be quiet. See you next week. We'll be wearing the same gear because we're talking about the World Cup next. Mm-hmm. It's coming up soon. Yep. Peace. Peace.